Dinner Time with Dr. Joseph Rice. Part three of a series entitled The Fantastic Voyage. Matthew chapter 14, verses 28 through 31 and 32. says, And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. And when he saw the winds bustering, he was afraid and began to sing. He cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hands and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? When they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. Y'all can set down. Part three, last part fantastic voyage for a subtopic on today Peter said if it's you God let me come Jesus said come Peter fell drowned into the water Jesus asked him how did you ever doubt just for a moment I want to talk from the subtitle and topic you won't believe what happened last night alright Let's just be honest. We ain't always been as good as we are. <laughs> I know how to have some amens in here. <laughs> and we ain't live like we always living now. Ain't, ain't that right? <laughs> have any of y'all ever woke up the next morning <laughs> and talked to some of your friends and said, God, you ain't gonna believe <laughs> What happened last night? <laughs> Some stuff took place last night. I know I'm talking to somebody. Have you ever done so much that the next day when they tell you what you did, you be saying to yourself, I can't believe I did all that last night. <laughs> I wish I was talking to some real folks. <laughs> Anybody know what I'm talking about? What you done done some so much clowning and, and let that be real. I mean, come on now, let that be real in HD. We're talking about real folk. That you done done so much that you didn't remember nothing the next morning. Yeah, you was dancing on the table. No, nah, not me. Yeah, you was last night. You were talking about folk. Yeah, when? No, nah, not me. Yeah, you was. Last night. Anybody done did some stuff on last night that you just can't believe took place? Listen, Peter says, I had a chance to, just to go back spiritually and talk to Peter for a minute, and I was talking to Peter. Peter said, I know y'all wrote this song about me. Oh, Peter, don't be afraid. Walk out on the water. Peter said, I got to tell you something, right? I said, Peter, how we come across this chapter here when they talking about you? Peter said, man, look, First of all, what happened? Peter said, what happened was simply this. Uh, John the Baptist, uh, Jesus' cousin, he, he, he got beheaded. And he said, when you read about this, the paper didn't give it all justice. He said, but if you read the article in the paper, he said, he got beheaded because 
he, he told the king, you know, some truthful stuff. Right. And he said he got beheaded. He said, but, uh, and what happened was when Jesus got the news, John, John disciples came and took John and buried John's body. And they came and told Jesus. And he says that Jesus then went away into the mountains to pray and, and to kind of mourn about the loss of his first cousin. He said that what happened, people found out where Jesus was. And he said, they began to come to Jesus. And he said, Jesus teaches them. He said, it's in the letter. He said, but Jesus teaches them and heals them. And he deals with them practically all day long. And he said, it's funny because he says, and Jesus tells us, though, he says that we're going to let them go home because we told Jesus it's getting late. These folk got to go home. He said, and uh, we need to dismiss them so they can do whatever they got to do to get back to their house. And he said, Jesus tells us, though, listen, we got to feed them before we let them go. All right. And it's a funny thing because we didn't have enough food to barely feed ourselves. And Jesus was telling us we got to feed. Now, y'all, Peter told me to tell you, he said, check this out now. It was 5,000 men. Yeah. But it was another three or 4,000 women and children. All right. So it's probably about 9,000, 10,000 people that we trying to feed. Amen. And Peter was saying that we ain't have no money. He said, but check this out. He said, now, in, in, in the newspaper article, I'm sure, sure they told y'all about this little boy that brought his lunch. He said, the little boy gave up. Two fishes, you know, five barley loaves. And he said, somehow or another, Jesus did some stuff, talked to Father. He said, it, and, and we fed the multitude. All right. Which lets you know Jesus don't have to have a lot to do a whole lot with. Amen. Some of y'all know God didn't give you nothing extra. He just stretched out what you got. Yeah. I wish somebody could holler at the right down. Anybody ever had God to work some stuff in your life to where he won't give you nothing more, but baby, he can take what you got and just stretch it out. Any of y'all ever had a stretch out moment to even where your money don't amount to your bills, but when you put God and you put it in the hands of God, somehow or another God will stretch that money out to pay every bill you got and still let you go get your hair done with what you got left. Now, ain't that a funny thing? Because Peter said, check this out, Rice, it's in the article. He said, after he fed them and we fed the multitude, we still have food left over. Yeah. God is a God that'll have you some stuff left over. After you done did all you needed to do, if you put it in his hands. He didn't tell somebody real quick, like, just put it in God's hand. He'll stretch it out. Uh, anybody need that? I'm going to go on to the text. But anybody in here need a stretching out right now or some stuff? Anybody need a stretching out or some stuff right now? You saying to yourself, Pastor, God ain't got to give me extra. Just let him use what I got. God will put some stuff, some chemicals, some ingredients in it. Grace and mercy will stretch out that dough and begin to make it. Listen, God is the flower to our life. He's the egg to our life. Whatever he put in us will always make us rise. Y'all over here, tell somebody, I need a God that when he blesses me, that I'm going to rise. Anybody ever had God to give me break away? Move on your heart. Won't God make some stuff Well, Jesus did. He used us as a as a distraction. All right. 
And I said, what was that? He, he said, listen, you're reading in the article. He told us to get in the ship. And see, when they saw us getting in the ship, they figured that Jesus was in the ship with us. And they, they began to depart when they seen us leave. Right. He said, but Jesus went out on the side and went back up in the mountain. Yeah. Right. He tells us, he said, listen, y'all get on the ship. He said, and take off. And I'm thinking to myself, be fed and go on, the other, go on down on the other side. So he's saying, that's not a big deal. All right. He said, because we only had six miles to row. Six miles ain't going to take us long to get there. Because you got to understand, we fishermen. Water is second nature to us. So you got to understand, six miles is nothing. So we get on the ship, right? He said, we get on the ship, we take off. And he said, we just paddling along, talking about how Jesus done fed everybody. We saw some folk that were crippled get healed. We saw some folk that were blind get their sight back. He said, we on the ship, just the Romans. And he said, it's funny because we got out probably about three miles from, 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 our, from our docking point to where we were getting ready to dock to. And all of a sudden, it got so dark that we couldn't see where we were going. In other words, he said, he said, Rice, it got so bad to the navigation system was no longer any good. He said, but we're only three miles from where we had to be. Right. He said, it got so dark that we couldn't even turn around and go back. All right. He said, on top of that, the wind started to blow. Yeah. He said, on top of that, the rain started to fall. He said to himself, he said, I'm thinking to myself, we ought to be able to make it. Yeah. All right. He said, but the more we tried, we couldn't go backwards. We couldn't go forward. We was just in a panic yeah, of a standstill. Yeah. Brothers and sisters, have any of you ever been in a standstill yeah. in your life? Yeah. I wish I would talk to you now. Have you ever been to the point to where you can't make it to your destination, but you can't go back from where you docked from? Have any of you ever just been there to where you really want to move forward? But it's so dark and it's so stormy that you can't move nowhere. And God has just got you in the middle of a storm. Y'all ain't talking to me. I got anybody, about 20 of y'all, that have ever just been in the middle of a storm. And the problem is, God, you want to me to go. And so it's a crazy thing. He said, Christ, he said, let me tell you this. I'm going to give you three points and then we're going to get out of here. He said, it's a crazy thing. He said, he said, it's a crazy thing because we only had six miles to go. We're three miles in and then we can't go anywhere. Right. He said, now, Jesus has a funny way of teaching us. He said, maybe Jesus was teaching us how life is going to be without him. All right. Okay. And maybe he wanted us to be an example to tell y'all that if you don't have him in your life, this way you'll be in your life. All right. All right. He said, I, I really don't know. He said, but boy, you won't believe what happened last night. <laughs> he said, it's beginning to be almost morning time. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we've been fighting. And we, we fighting these waves. And we rolling and rocking and rocking and rolling. And we see something All right. coming after us on the water. All right. <laughs> I couldn't figure out what exactly what it was. So we all cried because we figured that our life 
moment to where we cried out, Jojo, he said that the Lord told him, be not afraid. Be a good cheer. For it is I, said the Lord. You know, it's something when you grow up, you can be in a painful situation and just to hear mama's voice. And y'all ever saw a change in your life to where you felt pretty good about things? And so Peter said, that's how I felt. He said, Rice, you know, he, he was pretty cool. Man, Peter was tight that night. He said, Rice, he said, it, it's pretty cool. He said, so what I did was, I said, Lord, if it's you, all right. in the stone, y'all still ain't getting He said, he said, Lord, if it's you, let me come to you. Out on the water. He said, that's let me come to you out there on the water, Lord, if it's you. Lord told me, come. You got to understand, I, 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 I jumped off the ship. And it's a crazy thing. I know a lot of you thought that, that I drowned because I couldn't swim. But that ain't the case. Because if you read earlier in Matthew, when Jesus showed up, and told us that it was him. Read about me. I jumped off the ship again and swam All right. to Jesus. He says, I'm a good swimmer. Amen. John 21, chapter 21, verse 7 will show you that I know how to swim. All right. John 21 and 7 will show you I know how to swim. He said, I jumped off the boat, Joe. And he said, I started walking to God. And he said, before I knew it, I was drowning. Yeah. And he said, I said, Lord, have mercy on me, and God saved me. All right. He said, when I got on the ship with God, everything got quiet. He said, but that night, I found out some stuff about myself. All right. I said, Peter, what did you find out about yourself? Peter said, point number one. He said, you won't believe last night I found out. He said, I learned the reason I drowned was because I went to him to change my circumstances and not for him to be in my presence. Amen. I'm trying to help somebody. On, See, some of y'all want to use God yeah. just to change your mess ups. But God is not going to change your mess up. He has power to change your mess up. But he desires for you just want to be in his presence. Yeah. See, Peter got it twisted. Peter said, if I get off this boat, he's going to change my situation. And God didn't drown because God wanted him to know it's not the situation that you need to be concerned about. It's just being in my presence that's going to make a difference in your life. I'm trying to help you. If you short of money, don't go to God for him to fix your money problem. You want God wants you to come to him because you want to be with him. Y'all ain't here, man. Let me break it down for you. Those of you that's been in a relationship and the girl only wants you for what you got and what you give and what you can give to her, that's not a good relationship. You want somebody that's going to be with you because they desire being in your presence. Y'all ain't here, man. If your girl is only a paycheck girl, you to find you somebody else. You need somebody that can say when I get up in the morning, I want to see your face. When I go to bed at night, I want to see your face. While I'm sleeping, I want to lay next to your face. Whatever goes on in my life, I want you in my presence. Is it anybody in here this morning that desires somebody that don't want you to be with them because of what you can do and what you have and what you give, but they want to be with you because they just excited every time they see you. Woo! All right. 
know y'all ain't talking to me. I know y'all ain't talking to me. I know y'all ain't talking to me. Peter said, I found out. All I really wanted God to do was to stop the storm, but I didn't care how he did it as long as he did it. But really, I should have just desired to be in his presence. Really, I just needed to be with him. When you're with somebody that you truly love, it don't matter if it's storming or not. As long as you're holding the one that you're comfortable with. Uh, Luther said, I'd rather be in a storm with you than to be in the sunlight by myself. Y'all, anybody got any Luther fans in here? Is anybody truly sad that you just want somebody that want to be in your presence? Even when the hair ain't combed, even when I'm getting bald, you just want somebody to be in your presence. Even when I pick up a few pounds around there, that you don't run from me yet, but you run to me. Because you see, there's more of me to love. Y'all ain't talking to me. Anybody just want somebody that you want them in your presence. To even when I'm having a bad day, I can call you and you can say something to me and make me smile again. I'm talking, I'm talking to anybody. Anybody want that person in your life that when you feel like giving up, they can tell you don't throw in the towel. I got, I got anybody in here just need somebody like that in your life that even when the chips are down, baby, that they don't throw in the towel, but they give you one just to wipe your sweat. And they help you, they help you up when you, I wish I had about 20 of y'all that could just be real in here. I just want somebody in my presence that won't be in their presence. I want somebody that just don't tolerate me, but they love me. Oh, y'all ain't talking to me. I want somebody that love me for who I am and not for what I can do. Because if the point ever gets to I can't do what you think I want to do, you'll mess around and leave me. But if you love me for who I am, uh, can I just get real with you? Y'all know I stayed in the projects a little bit. Anybody just want that ride of diversity in your life? Anybody that needs that ride, I was somebody to tell me. Tell somebody I need that ride or die person with me. Uh, he said, watch this. This is what I found out about last night. We don't believe what happened last night. Not only did I realize that I went to him to change my circumstances and not to be in his presence, that was the first bad thing. Right? She said, but this is what I learned. See, I asked God, could I come to him? He said, secondly, I learned that, that what, I, what I ran to can cause me and can expose me to what I'm running from. Amen. He said, I called God to run from the storm. But in order to get him, to get to him, I had to run through the storm. Yeah. And so that teaches us that it's important that you understand some things that you want in life will cause you to go through what you've been trying to avoid. Amen. Amen. But the outcome is what you've been wanting. Amen. Y'all ain't talking to me. Peter said, in order for me to get to the God that I love, I had to go through the storm that was inferior in my life. How many of y'all had to go through some stuff to get to some stuff? Oh, I wish I had some folk in here. How many of y'all had to go through some hard stuff to get through, to get to some stuff that God had promised you? And here it is. I don't know what Peter was thinking. I said, Peter, listen. 
listen, I don't know what you were thinking, but in order to get to God, you're going to have some trials yeah. and some tribulations. Amen. But you got to keep your faith in the Lord. Amen. But sometimes what you run into will expose you to what you run running from. I'm running from him because I don't like him being my supervisor. I'm going for this new job. But you're gonna need you're gonna need his his statement to get that new job. You're gonna have to still go through him to get what you're fighting for. And that's why some of us never get what we want. Because we won't fight through what we got to go through. But I got any fighters in here that's determined that when something's in your original view that you're going to fight to get to it. And it don't matter about the storm because God told me to come. And that's what he forgot about, Doug. He forgot that God had given him the okay to come. And he forgot about that. And he started listening to the buster and winds. Peter said, look, that's what I found out last night. I said, what? Peter said he won't believe it. God tells me to come. I step out of the boat. Peter said, I found out that my soul was suddenly assaulted by my senses. I said, Peter, what you mean your soul was assaulted by your senses? He said, because I was walking on water until my mind told me that's not natural. And he said, when I got back in the physical realm of things and realized that what I was doing was not natural, he said, it made me fall down in water and drown. My brothers and sisters, I got to tell you, we don't serve a natural God, but we serve a supernatural God. And God does not always do things that make good sense to us, but the outcome of what he does is always the right thing. Anybody here ever seen God work some stuff out for you supernatural to the point in your life to where you didn't realize how it was done, but it got done. My brothers and sisters, you've got to be careful not to let your mind destroy your blessings. Because no matter what the mind said, you got to understand that your soul belongs to God. And when God tells you to do something, brothers and sisters, you just got to move forward into it. It makes no difference how it looks or how it seems. And I think that's why the scripture said that we walk by faith and not by sight. Because God does not always do things that make sense. But God do things that don't make sense. So you will know that it's nobody but the Lord that made a way fire out of no way. Have I got anybody here that God done done some stuff that did not make sense? But he done it anyhow. Is it anybody here? No. But he done it anyhow. Ask the blind man. The blind man said that I could not see. And I went to Jesus. And Jesus done some stuff that don't make no sense. He put his spit on dirt and rubbed it in my eyes. And told me to walk blind down to some water. But what I got to tell you is when I walk. 
wash my eyes. What did not make sense started to make sense because my eyes came wide open. Is it anybody here? No, God will do some stuff that don't make sense, but it's sense in the end of it all. Have I got a witness in here? Is it anybody here? Let me catch this woman running by. Woman, where you running from? I'm running from Canaan. I was just at a wedding, and they ran out of wine. And this man named Jesus did some stuff that don't make no sense. He put water into some pots and waved his hands and prayed on it. And when they came out, it looked like water, but it tastes like wine. And she said, I don't understand what kind of God can do some nonsense stuff that don't make no sense. And I got a witness in here. Anybody else in here can tell somebody God done some stuff in my life that didn't make sense. Anybody, 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 anybody here that no God will make a way out of nowhere. That's why I heard David say, I've been young and now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor seen begging bread.
Dinner Time with Dr. Joseph Rice.